You can call this one the Oh the Anthem Acoustic Session. This is Corey, and this is the Oh the Anthem Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 287 Something. of the Oh the Anthem <laughs> Podcast. Uh, coming to you from the hashtag OTALA Studios, high above the 110 Freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for uh, listening on a, whatever podcatcher is most convenient for you. You can find them all at anchor.fm forward slash Oh the Anthem uh, or uh, you can also watch the video version most weeks on youtube.com forward slash Oh the Anthem. And of course, you can find more uh, more stuff, more content at Oh the Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Generally, you're going to find the live recordings of these podcasts at facebook.com forward slash Oh the Anthem. Uh, all the videos available at youtube.com forward slash Oh the Anthem. And everything Oh the Anthem, including the store, available at Oh the Anthem.com. Yes. Uh, so, uh, just as a thing up front, if uh, somebody's looking for the live stream or the video of this episode, uh, not happening this week. No. It was a hellish week. <laughs> and uh, uh, we we both, basically both looked at each other as just like, we got to get this out. We don't have time to like set up all the cameras and do the whole thing because that usually adds like an extra hour to the whole Of course, by process. hellish, what Corey means is he went on vacation for a few days and... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now I got work. So. <laughs> just got back and has to go to work like the yeah. rest of us on a Monday and just not capable of doing it. Now, it's uh, it was a very busy weekend and uh, setting up the audio takes about five minutes. Yeah. Setting up the entire situation takes about an hour and a half. So you got audio this week. <laughs> Yet another week of original content. The 280-somethings week <laughs> in a row. Consecutive week in yes. a row. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, an exciting week but an exhausting week. You are just returning to the West Coast from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Back to Maryland you went. I did. Um, and it was good. Good to see family and friends back home. Uh, did the one last Oriole game before the season was over here. Um, and I'm a little uh, torn about it, okay. if, I, if I could be honest. Yeah. The, uh, I, I wanted to get nicer seats. And because it was the Blue Jays, it was like a value game. So sure. the ticket yeah. prices were lower than usual. Yeah. Uh, and I thought like, oh, right on the third baseline, like three rows from the field would be a really cool spot to like watch well, the game. From. And you were seeing, going with a, uh, a bunch of princesses who don't like to sit in <laughs> Arnold seats, which is how much to get in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Standing rooms, only five bucks. Sign me up. Got it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we'll go to the bar. Yeah. It'll be fine. We'll go to Dempsey's. Um <laughs> No, the, but, you know, got these nice seats on the third baseline, three rows off the field, uh, and got to see the netting at Camden Yards for the first time. Now that the it goes from foul netting. pole to yes. foul pole. Oh, they did it all the way. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay. Um, and it is very distracting. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be, like, I understand the purpose of the netting. There's no reason for a, you know, baby to get hit by 115 mile per hour baseball. Mm-hmm. And die because there wasn't any kind of protection. Okay. And like, there's no way you can, n- no normal person could have a ball hit at them that fast and be able to properly react. Well, and especially and like, if they're on Instagram and not paying attention to the yeah, actual yeah, yeah, game yeah. in front of them. Right. And that's coming from me, a person who <laughs> is on Instagram during the entire game. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not the same as like when we were up in the club and the ball realistically is never going to get up there. Do you remember that and game? And if it with, is, then uh, we have enough time to like prepare for, it's not going to come screaming at us. I, was gonna say, I, I say the game, but I do believe that there was a season where the, the family in front of us brought their, their kids brought their gloves to yeah. every game. I was like, boy, if they hit it up here, uh, you're going to be uh that's a long ball. That's a yeah. long ball to get up in our seats. 
It's going to be a deep foul ball. Yes. <laughs> Disappointing for everybody yeah. except you. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I understand why. Um, I know. I also see the other side, though, that, you know, it, as an adult without children, it does ruin the view a bit. Yeah. And I mean, like it, it's to me, it's. What it basically does for me as a consumer of Orioles baseball mm-hmm. is say, OK, there's no reason to get any seats in between the foul balls. Yeah. <laughs> behind home plate. Like our club, our club level seats look better and better. I, I would do club. I would sit in the bleachers more often. I'd yeah. sit like in left field and, uh, you know, the 300 level is still like a compelling option. Yeah. Because uh, once you're once you have some distance away from the net, you really can't see it. But being up, we on were it. like at a at, at a certain point, we were just like we can't watch this game anymore because it's so distracting to like yeah. look through the net that we went up to the center field bar, and that was be- like you couldn't see the net from the center field bar. It looked like there was no net there. Yeah. Um, and I love that that's your excuse. That's why everybody wanted to go to the bar. Yeah. Oh, I well, can't we were, see anything. We were walking around. We were we were seeing the sights. We yeah. had to go to Boog's for some uh, barbecue. And we're right. just like, oh, while we're here, we might as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. anywho. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm i torn on it. I really am. Because I, I would like there to be safety for the people who attend Oriole games. But yeah. at the same time, like, I would be really upset if I spent if it was like a non Blue Jay game, like yeah. if I was seeing the Yankees and I spent seventy five dollars on that seat, yeah. and I couldn't enjoy it at all. So here's here's my question though. All right, and I so, still feel like I I, I think it, even if you did a reverse Camden creep, the ushers would give you shit about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you went up to the three hundred level, with I someone, paid seven hundred dollars for this seat <laughs> and I'm sitting in three hundred. What yeah. do you want from my life? Well, you can go to the ticket office and get it exchanged <laughs> for a five dollar <laughs> seat. What are you? It's Wednesday. Be, it's Wendy's Wednesday. There will be a surcharge to change your seat, but and you don't yeah. get the refund value. So. Oh, man. Uh, uh, and the, the the other thing is the Pepsi. It really bothers me. I, we, I know we got into it earlier, but it's just like I totally forgot about it and <laughs> uh, got into the ballpark. And then I'm just like, I can't drink anything because I don't want to reward the Orioles by drinking beer. <laughs> Because I can drink soda, it's like I'm not gonna buy a higher value or higher priced item to make up for the fact that I. Because then I don't feel like they don't they, they they don't understand the. I'm gonna make a suggestion. I think your doctor's been making for a while. Try water. How about that? <laughs> drink some water. I did. I did. Thank you very much. I went to the water fountain. It was free. <laughs> ooh, 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 but it's Baltimore City water. I don't know about that. I still feel like it's filtered somehow. <laughs> Through an old lady's sock. <laughs> but I mean, so like, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> Just to get the dead fish out. Do you <laughs> catch a cigarette butt? <laughs> do you think that you, <laughs> the thing and just the palm all comes out? <laughs> Half smoke too. <laughs> There's a homeless guy who sees you. He's like, yo, shorts? Shorts on that? Can I get shorts on that? Yo, you gonna smoke that? <laughs> no, man. That, How did you get in the game? <laughs> Dude, just because I'm homeless doesn't mean I don't like baseball. Much Fair love. enough. Appreciation. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baltimore homeless people are weird. Um, could you, at the uh, age of 20 or at the age of 35, in your mm. current condition, yes. do you think you could put your hands on an incoming baseball fast enough to not die if it hit you? I think that if I was prepared for the fact that it was going to happen. If you're watching If baseball, I'm watching the game yes. actively. Yes. 
I don't imagine I could catch it because that's a lot to ask. No, but def- but I could definitely avoid it. So it doesn't like. hit you in the throat, right? Yeah, <laughs> I could do something. Yeah, of course, knowing me, I would see it coming like right from my throat, and I'd be like, I better duck down, and it would just hit me on the top of the, the crown of the head, <laughs> and it'd just kill you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, just like all the blood just starts seeping from the top, and it's just oh, like, fine, it's fine. <laughs> you don't leave the game early. <laughs> So quick, somebody, though, though we did leave the game early. Of course you did. Do you know who you went to it? Come on. It was the top of the ninth, um, and the Orioles had two outs, and mm-hmm. they gave up a uh, grand slam. They <laughs> lost them the lead. <laughs> and at that point, the game had already taken like four hours, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm done. <laughs> I don't. Normally, I would stick around in hopes that the Orioles would be able to come back from this, but I don't really care if they do. So let's just go. And I'm, I'm fine. Pretty sure they didn't. If I remember seeing this, they score. scored one run, but yeah, it, they didn't it, come back. They lost. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a Blue Jay fan who was really excited at the Grand Slam too, and then he like looked around, like he had that look of fear, like he's like surrounded by <laughs> Oriole fans. He's like, "Is this where it all ends?" And then I was, we were all like, "Just like enjoy it." Yeah, <laughs> you might as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to you getting him in the crown though, uh, <laughs> I just imagine the blood seeping and you sit up and someone's screams oh my god get him a drink and you just like no no pepsi no <laughs> pepsi i don't drink pepsi <laughs> uh anyway that would that would make me happy even if i died at that moment <laughs> if it was just like uh the man died because he wouldn't drink the pepsi that was offered to him <laughs> that's the way i want to go out. and it's like <laughs> the orioles are now being asked why they didn't have coke for this gentleman you're standing at the gate with saint peter and he's like really and he's like a man's got to have a code. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the man has a code. Yeah. Um, but I asked that question because that means the reality is this is for people who don't pay attention to the game and small children. I mean, yes and no. I mean, really, there are plenty of videos of people just getting walloped by balls. <laughs> who aren't paying attention. Well, yeah, but I mean, like. Or are old, and that is just Darwin. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be paying it. I mean, like, I feel like the, the, I'm different because I've had a lot of hard hit baseballs hit at me enough in my life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I can kind of expect how it's going to go. Like, I know, if if I see it coming at me in a certain velocity with a certain, like, curvature to it, I know where it's going to end up. Gotcha. You know? Where somebody else might be looking at it going like, man, I hope this gets out of my way. (laughs) So much like uh, I hope this goes over my head, like much like you've had pets in your life, this makes you qualified to be on Ultimate Beastmaster. You've been <laughs> the master of a beast before, therefore, yes. you can be on Beast. I've tackled a dog before. I know what it's like. <laughs> uh, okay, I get it. Because I just I keep. I still on... I still maintain. Just this is yeah. sidebar here, real quick. I think that uh, the 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 people at Beastmaster are losing out on off an awesome opportunity. Because uh, I'm not the only one who's talking about how he could tackle the Beastmaster course. Yeah. Put one regular person running the course before you start. Like, yeah, just like before anyone else who who's serious about running it does it. Like, it's just like this guy's Jimmy. He's <laughs> he smokes nah. Newports. I want <laughs> I want I want Katie Nolan to bring you out, <laughs> yeah. embarrass you yeah. by reading your tweet, and then make you run the Beastmaster. And when you fall, <laughs> I want them to to bring you back up in a cherry picker right where you fell off, and be like, "No, bro, keep going. Let's I wonder, see." I wonder what would happen if. Uh, if like in a situation like the Katie Nolan thing, like I did some sort of tweet about being able to make some field goal, and then she drags me out to the Super Bowl, and it's just like, all right, go ahead, try and make this fifty-yard field goal, and then I nail it like mm-hmm. straight down the center with room to spare. Like it would have mm-hmm. been good from sixty something. Like I wonder what happens at that point. Did did ESPN I- just go like? 
All right, so we can't use this part for the show. Uh, I well think, done. <laughs> I think what happens is that uh, you, the Cardinals you, call me. You sense like a weird smell in the stadium, and that causes you to wake up from the dream, and you realize you're just in bed, and someone has farted, and it's bad. I smell toast. <laughs> It's just vanilla sky. That's what's going on. You've had a stroke and this is just your vanilla sky experience. But I say all that to say that like, listen, you like person, my, like my mom would not be able to get out of the way of the baseball no matter what happened. But you don't think she could get her hand up to deflect it? No, just, just no, no, no. In the palm. No. Uh, I mean, are guys I mean, really, I think I think she might be able to like put her arms up to like yeah. keep it from hitting her face, but it's still going to hit her with some velocity. Yeah. And, like, if a baseball hits my mom at 100-plus miles an hour, then it's still going to cause considerable damage, even if it just hits her in the forearms. But, I mean, that's what happens when you sit close to the field. I I get it. I, I Don't sit close to the field. <laughs> well, the, the problem is now I'm never going to sit close to the field because then I want to be distracted by the damn net. No, I'm saying without – let's take the net off. I just think it'd be funny a- if, like, you know, uh, the <laughs> – uh, Orioles games from now on are just everyone sitting everywhere except for the first couple sections. TV, it just looks empty. <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody's at the No, stadium. it's a sellout. Everybody just came and creeped up to the next <laughs> level because they uh, wanted to be able to see. All the people who are behind home plate are back by the flag cord right now. Oh, God. Now, yeah, standing room only. Because, like, you get in with a standing room only ticket and you're like, there's nobody behind home plate. I bet we could just go. I, yeah, the, flag, the flag cord is packed. Let's just go around there. Yeah, nobody cares. But I, my point is just that, like, listen. Because it used to be, like back in the olden days of baseball, the seats behind home plate were not valuable seats. Yes. That's a new thing. Because you can't see shit. Yeah. I mean, the reason why it became more valuable is because they were just like, oh, we can do more things with like making this experience like, you know, bigger seats and nicer padding. Mercedes-Benz or a Lexus symbol on it. Yeah. uh, Or, you know, like uh, if you're at the Yankees, they have the Yankee club and stuff. and yeah. But no, it's... I go back to listen. Get a steak from Emerald Lagasse. Put up the signs that say "Watch for batted balls." Mm-hmm. And if you have children, you don't get to sit there. I'm sorry. You get the joy of having that little person wake you up every single morning and just run ramshot over your life. Just, you don't get to go sit by the field. And have, by that I okay. mean I win on okay. both these scenarios. Here, here's an here's an idea. A uh, million dollar idea. Uh, and by million dollar idea, I mean like this is the amount that you're gonna have to pay out in the w- eventual lawsuit. Okay, yeah. Uh, ushers who who work the sections behind home plate, we're mm-hmm. taking away all the netting, even directly behind home plate. Wow. Okay, that's brave. Yeah. 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 Uh, and if anyone goes to try and sit in these sections, like as soon as they exit the concourse and go towards it, randomly one of the ushers will just uh, jump from behind a wall and throw a baseball at the people walking as quickly as possible. And if it hits them without them being able to avoid it. Then it's like, no, 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 no. You have to go upstairs. You're not capable of... Alternatively. Walking uh, with like a dog and a soda and just get wailed in the nuts by it. <laughs> Alternatively, yeah. same Larry scenario. Fastballs. <laughs> same scenario, except for making 75-year-old Larry throw a ball at somebody. <laughs> uh, he just has a waiver. <laughs> and you have to make them sign a waiver and they go sit down there. Yeah. And you get caught in the throat with a baseball. Well, sorry about your luck, pal. Uh, get off Snapchat, all right? <laughs> Um, I have a waiver right here, Your Honor. It's signed by C. Montgomery Burns. <laughs> Clearly, he understood the serious nature of this contract. Or uh, you just make it so that it says when you buy the ticket, 
you understand that you're entering a dangerous thing. And that is on the ticket. Th- so why are they doing it then? Uh, because they don't want to. The pussification I, of America. That's why. Because I feel like uh, some lawyer is going to have a field day when somebody dies. I guess that's the that's the point. Is someone hitting a ball harder today than they were in the late 90s? Yes. Why? Why? Yeah. Because they're they figured out how they can hit the ball faster. You're telling me a juiced up Jose Canseco is hitting a ball with less force than someone today. So uh, it's interesting because there's a lot of science behind this that has just sort of recently came out. I mean, like the idea, the base idea of it was more important to have bat speed than it was to have like raw physical power has always been a thing. Right. But more so in the last couple of years with the advanced stats that you are able to, to get, there's more data in how you can get the ball to come off the bat quicker. Okay. And this is happening across all the different levels of baseball. And the focus now is on how to have a, a higher hard hit percentage. So perhaps pussification so perhaps of like America, I, you know, Jose, Jose Canseco or Mark McGuire might have been able to rip some random ball on random days as fast as or faster than major leaguers are doing it right now. But on average, players are, are going up there with the intention of hitting it faster. Mm hmm. Or hitting it harder, and therefore it is on average going harder than it would so have been before. How are so they? It, you know that that also like they also said like you know how fast nobody really knows how fast like Bob Feller could pitch because there weren't yeah. <laughs> but people who saw him said I've never seen anyone throw faster. But he might have been not. throwing like seventy-seven miles an hour. Like, that nobody was knows blindly <laughs> yeah. fast at the time. Yes. So we the fir- who is the person who's closest? The people who are closest to home plate. And in the danger zone. Uh, the corporate millionaires who have the seats? No, how about the players who are sitting in an open dugout? <laughs> ah, well, yeah. A hole from which they cannot escape when a ball <laughs> comes screaming in at them. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, I mean, they're the professionals. They can... They're they're used to it coming at them, so they know they know what it's like. Yeah, except for I'm used to dealing with a lot of shit, but when I go on break, I want to be able to break, not to, you know have to watch out for a batted ball coming at me <laughs> when you're when you're smoking a cigarette in the middle of the court case you don't want to have to be worried about having to call your objections yeah, like, <laughs> yeah well we actually put in some motions while you were out on the <laughs> cigarette break wait what what <laughs> how did that work oh uh, well you just gotta be on your toes i'm sorry <laughs> we brought on somebody from the bench to help <laughs> yeah i just it's <sighs> you weren't ready much. when it was your too time much. at bat so we put caleb joseph in there instead it's too much. People are too much. Just calm down. But you got distracted because you were telling us about going home and we got off on the Orioles. And there wasn't a lot. To, oh, no. I guess we got off on. I mean, like, like, I, you know, it It, it well, was the all. The highlight of the trip was that. You're seeing your family. Worst. Seeing Raiders no, family. No, not that first. Worst. <laughs> Baseball. Worst. But it was the best part of that shitty trip. Got to see Maxon. He was very cute. Yes. Although, uh, apparently, he's being abused, I think. Based yeah. Based on the pictures <laughs> I saw. <laughs> a little... A little thing there, a little scar. I forget, like, uh, the first picture that Rachel sent me, I was just like, what the fuck is that on his face? And then yeah. when I like, talked to my sister today, and she was just like, listen, you just got to remember, he's he's almost two, and he's walking, but he doesn't do it very well. And, and he just falls and hits things. It's just yeah. face. It's just like, <laughs> he literally was on, the. Um, we were video chatting today, and he came to show me in the camera his dinosaur, and he had one hand up with a dinosaur in it, and just... Bam! Face planted, and he's like, "She's like, he doesn't put his hands down; he just goes down." So also, babies happens. don't seem to like get 
hurt so bad when that happens. Yeah, and not nearly as much. If, if I fell on my face, I'd just be done for the day. <laughs> that would be it. Especially, be like, you know what? I'm going to take a sick day today. <laughs> Especially if you didn't get your hands out in yeah. front of you, just like face to the ground. Yeah, yeah. That'd be it. I, if I had a scar, enough to have like a little like mark here, yeah. I would just be like, no, I'm done with. Today. Maybe tomorrow too. <laughs> but meanwhile, like I said something about it, and then uh, he was just like, ah. Oh, Ow, ow. He's like pressing on it yeah. with his finger. And I'm like, bro, you're harder than me. I wouldn't be able to do that. Are you trying to flex on me, man? What's going on? But yeah, uh, very cute pictures of you. And you guys uh, met at uh, Cheesecake. Cheesecake, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I will tell you this. Like, uh, we were we were uh, eating at Cheesecake Factory and everything was nice. Uh, the kids were fun enough and stuff like that. And like as usually happens when non kid people are around a lot of kids, like conversation <laughs> starts beginning about like you're like, Well, this could be you one day. And it's just like, Yeah, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, twenty something minutes later when we were inside the mall trying to take pictures and the kids are literally like running around and like karate chopping strangers <laughs> and like you can see like the the like uh, the host at like another restaurant, like watching the kids run around and look at you, going like, "Are you gonna do nothing about this?" <laughs> Not my kids. And, uh, and I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I'm just gonna travel the world instead. <laughs> well, I mean, you say maybe that. I'll get a foster kid. Maybe he'll be thirty. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just want a friend. <laughs> I, uh, I I heard that uh, there were some heartwarming moments, and then by the end of the night, it was basically like. Yeah, no, we never have to do this. This would be good. And what I'm going to tell you. It started with, oh, you know what? Maybe being a father wouldn't be so bad and ended yep, with yep. Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, this is what I'm going to tell you. Uh, do you know how they get crazy people to take their meds? How? They give them one at the same time every day and check to make sure that they swallow it. And that's what I think you might have to start doing. <laughs> When it comes to birth control, just no, 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 no. I'm going to keep clench the pack. Your, clench your nose. <laughs> I'm going to massage the throat. <laughs> All right. Let me see. All right. Move tongue left. Move tongue right. Lift it. All right. We're good. Okay. Making sure it goes down with a fire hose. <laughs> or <laughs> be like, you know what? Yeah, I think you should go off birth control. Yeah. And just wait for the month to get through. And then uh, while she's sleeping, just hit her with that depot shot. Like three months, baby. All right. We're good. Or, you know. IUD, although I think that would be an awkward thing to do while she was sleeping. But, you know, something like that. Something long-term. That's what you need to start looking at. I can't, can't afford the actual, like, the actual device. So I just get a stick that looks like it has two prongs. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> All right. But, yeah, you should uh, be careful. Yeah. As I heard that the hormones were running uh, running wild this weekend. Uh, Too many children. But, yes, uh, lots of fun in Maryland. You yes. went out and adventured yourself, though. I did. Uh, I said, uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, couple of months, couple of long time. And, um, I just want to get out of the city. And we had talked about, uh, when you booked those flights, I actually saw the same deal. And I said to myself, you know what? Maybe construction will be done. Maybe I could go ahead and book that. And then I said to myself, maybe construction won't be done and I'll end up losing money on a ticket because I can't travel. Well, I told you about it when I booked it myself. I was just but, like, hey, if you wanted to go home, this is a great opportunity. See, you forget that I pay for Scott's premium flight warning. I <laughs> actually knew about it two days before you did. It was mm. like, hey, on Wednesday or whatever, yeah, yeah. Alaskans going to drop their fares. So get ready. Uh, here is a preview of all the fares that will be dropped. And I was like, oh, that's cool. All right. Well, maybe construction will be done because you bought them in like mid-August. 
right? Mid August. No, 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 no. It was it was this? Well, yeah, mid August. I guess end of August, really. Yeah, and it was uh, like two weeks before the flight, basically. Okay, well, I don't know because the delivery the delivery date for construction was the day after Labor Day, and I was like, you know, they don't they don't look like they're gonna hit that date, but. I mean, who am I to say? I don't have that much construction experience. Maybe we're going to come in. I'm not a foreman. Uh, yeah, shit, I... Who knows? Uh, by the way, they're still not done. Um, and luckily, because everyone else was out of town, and I had to be the one who was accepting deliveries and inspecting, like, let me inspect this oven, which I know nothing about. Just right. because if you sign for it, it's ours, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if I had been in Maryland, then it would have been a problem. So luckily, I was still here. Uh, but I was. I kept saying, you know, I want to get out of town and uh, for a while. So... I just decided to rent a car because I don't drive my car. Uh, I barely have. Sometimes I forget I have a car. It just is basically an art piece outside of uh, <laughs> creating music. <laughs> um, and uh, so I rented a car and uh, just drove north. And you I, should put just a little like frame, a little like, uh, name on it, like uh, the wreck. <laughs> Shattered dreams. That's what I'm going to call it. Best intentions. <laughs> Best intentions. Um. But uh, and I said to myself, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I've been south in California. We went to San Diego. We mm-hmm. drove. It was beautiful. Got to see a lot of the sights there. Uh, I'm just gonna go north and do one of the things where it's just like you drive till you don't want to drive anymore, and then assume that the next day I can drive back and be fine. Yeah. And I hit that point uh, about 40 minutes south of San Luis Obispo. And I quickly realized that although Southern California is very compact with a lot of stuff around it, yeah, there was nothing between where I was and San Luis Obispo. So it was like, do I turn around now and go back half an hour or do I just keep going another 40 minutes? Uh, so I went and stayed there and it's a beautiful town, very quaint. Um, I got some ideas for some new material, some new stuff to write. So I'm excited about that. Um, I also had some barbecue. Did you know there is a Central Coast style of barbecue? No. Yes. Uh, I asked the guy. I was like, like, is this pit beef style? And he had no idea what pit beef was. Yeah, that's that's very rare. So he shouts in the back over his shoulder to the guy who's at the grill. And there is this maybe 60-year-old black guy in the back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, who talking about a pit beef? And he walks up and he's like, you? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like. Yeah, you don't usually hear that around here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so it's Maryland. And uh, yeah. and he's like, yeah, no, it, basically, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> what I didn't want was like something slathered in barbecue sauce. I yeah. wanted stuff cooked over a fire that was barbecue. Right, right, right. Um, And it was delicious, by the way. Uh, Slow's Barbecue. <laughs> I had I had some barbecue back in Maryland, too. Yeah. This is the, uh, the old work. Uh, right, yeah. And like pretty much nobody there is anyone i know anymore really like, all the staff like the family is the same yeah but high turnover yeah oh i mean like you know that that happens just naturally speaking but like oh you were just there yeah yeah and saw all the turnover yeah 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 but it's weird yeah. when you go back and like nobody recognizes you yeah. like hey guys what's up it's like who's this guy walking around the back of the zandy <laughs> <laughs> here acting like he owns the place zandy here is this a family member we never met before because well, sometimes like somebody would just walk in and just be like Linda and like talking to some talking to Linda in the back and I'd be like, who is that? It's just like, mm. oh, who knows? <laughs> well, uh, so I highly somebody recommend could, somebody going to rob the place. <laughs> is like walking in the back, be like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> hey, you give me all the money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, I recommend uh, Slow's Barbecue and Doc Bernstein's Ice Cream Shop. Hmm. There was probably 30 flavors and I got to talk with the guy who worked at the shop and he's like, oh no, we make all of this fucking ice cream here. And I'm just like, you make 30 different flavors? He's like, they're different every day. So I'm like, where am I? <laughs> this is like a little bit Echo Park hipstery yeah. and... But it's like a small town, but at the same time, it's like a college town, and <laughs> he, it's a city. He leans over the table. He's just like, you want to know how? And then he opens the door, and it's just Oompa Loompas, like, <laughs> Loompa, Loompa. <laughs> making ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I walked around the whole place, and uh, I had that familiar experience where I'm the out-of-towner, uh, and I don't remember that. And so I'm walking towards someone, and it's dark, uh, walking towards a liquor store at uh, 9 o'clock at night, because that's what I do. Um, and I get that, like, <clears throat> like I got to puff up a little bit, just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think I'm no punk. Yeah. You're not going to rob me or something. And then he sidesteps me and crosses <laughs> the street. And I'm like, oh, I'm the stranger. Yeah. I'm in his neighborhood. He has no idea who I am, and I'm just this weird dude walking. I'm the new guy in town. I'm walking through his neighborhood. By the way, in all black, like black shirt, black uh, dark dark jeans, and black shoes. Like, oh, I look like I'm about to rob somebody. You okay. were also wearing a ski mask, which was a little bit it was strange. <laughs> uh, and uh, it is far enough north that uh, when all the cars were off the street, when I was coming back from the liquor store. I kept hearing something and it was freaking me out and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I thought maybe I was going crazy. And then I like, I had my headphones in. So I took, I took the headphones out thinking like maybe it was on the thing I was listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't crickets. Hmm. I'm like, I have not heard crickets in so long. Uh, Cause we've only been home for, uh, for winter. Yeah. When they're not really out. So, I hear them from time to time, like when I have to like do a shoot in like Big Bear or Joshua mm. Tree or something like that. Right, you got to get way out of the city. Yeah, I got I got a ways out, and I can I can hear crickets again. I do highly recommend though uh, taking PCH to the 101 and just driving up the coast. It's very relaxing. Uh, rent a uh, convertible if you're going to do it. It's <laughs> very nice. Um, I was going to go all the way up to remember San- your sunscreen. Remember your sunscreen. That Please is wear very important. Sunscreen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to try to make it all the way up to San Simeon, but I got a late start, picked up the car, realized I'd forgotten things and went back home. Uh, and, and, uh, ask me, ask if you ever do this, uh, didn't use the things I went back for, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you know what? I should just, ha- I should have a jacket. Cause I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm going up pretty far North. Turns out it wasn't that far. It was like 90 degrees. Um, rather than 99 that it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> excuse me in the city. Um, I got a nice. I pair heard of it shoes. was painfully hot in uh, L.A. this week. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Well, and, I, and by the way, you also know you cross through like the hills in Calabasas and head down toward Thousand Oaks, and it's just like whew, temperature yeah. drops by like ten degrees. It's like, man, we are just living in a pit of hell. <laughs> the devil himself is here. Um, anyway, so I went home to pick up some like a bag of things that I had like set aside and said I'm not going to pack these in my main bag. I got to remember this bag and I forgot that bag. Yeah. So I went home and got it and then used nothing that was in that bag the entire time I was gone. Uh, a journal because I'm a journaler, I guess I was like, I'm going to write in this. This is going to be a thing. <laughs> Didn't use it. Um, Meanwhile, you're taking notes on your phone. Like, yeah, I, well, I mean like when I'm driving, if I think of something, I take a note, but I can't like journal journal yeah. it. Like I'm going to just like, jot down something quickly on my phone uh, or do a voice note or whatever. Um, anyway, 
fantastic little getaway and uh, went on hotels.com and just found a reasonably priced place. Turns out I got a two bedroom suite, which was not uh, way more than I needed. Way more than I needed. Uh, but I mean, the price was the same as other places. I had like a little balcony. It was super nice. Uh, felt really bad when I got up to the room because the woman at the front uh, was helping me and somebody came in after me and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. All we have left is like king bed rooms. And How am a, I supposed to have my whole family? It was a family. <laughs> and then I got upstairs and realized that I have got the last <laughs> two bedroom suite <laughs> by myself. Uh, so, I mean, I could have gone out front and just been like, hey, buddy, you know what? Let's switch. Uh, but I didn't. I just yeah. uh, took my shoes off and sat down. And uh, yeah, it was fine. But I, it is, I forgot because I don't drive ever. What? How exhausting just driving can be. Yeah. I, it's a good de-stressor for me. Like on the way up there, I was like, man, I'm feeling good. But I drove eight hours in two days and I am exhausted. The The other one I noticed, because uh, I don't, uh, this is more, I drive more this week than I do usually. Yeah. Um, Is that like, I'm looking at like Google Maps as I'm driving and I keep saying to myself like, oh, that turns way the hell up. And then I find out that I just passed right it. Right now. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, fuck. Uh, no, that's not it. Man. All right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, uh, we both had some fun trips. Uh, speaking of trips though, the Ravens made a trip to Kansas city and I think we should talk about it. Sports ball. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah. So do they still play an arrowhead? Yes. The thing? They yeah, still yeah. an arrowhead, mm -hmm. which might be when Oakland leaves Oakland when the Raiders leave Oakland might be the oldest stadium still in operation or is it Soldier Field Soldier Lambeau Field. oh I guess it's the one of the last of the municipal stadiums right because Arrowhead is like it's not a dual use facility but it is a monster stadium yeah it's really big yeah I don't know uh everybody else is going to like the smaller more intimate venues and it I feel like it's one of the last remaining like monolithic kind yeah. of stadiums that they because you're right the soldier field and lambo are older but they're also that's what we went back to m&t is much I mean, like better, they, is much closer to lambo like lambo they they you know used to be a lot smaller too and they continued to build things yeah. like yeah on top of it to make it more modern and stuff like that also but the frame remains yeah, yeah like, some of those are really weird but Arrowhead also has like nine cubic miles of parking lots around it, which is yeah. not something you see anymore either. It's like, right. listen, you got lots A through H. Well, I was over in that area of town before too, and it is really out of the way. Yeah. So, yeah. which is why they, they have put the, it. they have the baseball stadium, the Kaufman Fields there too. Yes. So, which is also gigantic. Yeah. It's a, uh, but it's like a little bit. Of, it, it's not uh, quite as bad as like Landover to DC. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it would be like if the Raven Stadium was in, like, Brooklyn or something like that. I love further like than out that. of the, eh. Because I stayed at the hotel that's right across the street from Arrowhead. Did you? I did. Oh. There's one right across the highway from it. And yeah. the highway is, like, low. And, yeah, like, yeah. the hotel's on one side and Arrowhead's on the other. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. me and you have stayed at the same hotel then. Really? Yeah. You can almost see into the stadium. 
Okay, it wasn't that close. Yeah, this one is directly across the highway. From I would have I would have booked that one if I knew. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I should have called you. There's a highway. I, that, I was like, if I trip to L.A. There's a highway that uh, runs very near the stadium, and the stadium's up on a plateau, and so is the hotel. Gotcha. And it it's like they carved the highway out, which is probably what they did, so that all the streets would go across on bridges. Um, but it's like I don't. You can't see in the stadium, but it's like uh, the two miles of parking lot and then arrowhead. And you could still see the upper bowl of seats and right. the video screens from the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. From the, uh, I want to say they had like a restaurant on top or it was like a lounge on top. Why the fuck was I in Kansas city? Seeing family. Maybe, maybe. Cause you have Missouri people, right? Yeah. But I also do dumb things like fly all the way across the country for a booty call. So <laughs> it was possibly that too. Who knows? Some Maybe. guy named Sally May. I don't know. Well, not that Sally May. <laughs> yeah. You're not speaking to I don't answer her. calls from that bitch. <laughs> no, I got you in my phone, Sally May. <laughs> I don't got no friends and no 800 numbers. Let that motherfucker <laughs> ring. Um, I feel the same way about like, because uh, my, my cell phone still has a Maryland area code. Yeah. I get the all the like warranty scams and cruise ship offers on the, the same number, like on 441 number numbers. Oh, yeah. yep. I don't so, answer like, you. I was like, I know everyone I know in Maryland. <laughs> anyone, <laughs> anyone who could be calling me, I got their number. Hey, I don't know who you are. But if it's somebody calling at a hospital, then like <laughs> I'll find out from the voicemail, but... <laughs> Instead of just like the uh, the five minutes of silence and the hang up on the voicemail, you're like, "That's right, you hang up, you bitch." Uh, anyway, yeah. So they traveled to, to Arrowhead uh, to fate and what could possibly be a future a playoff preview preview, yeah. uh, but will certainly be a preview of excitement in the NFL for the next ten years, theoretically, if both guys stay with their teams. But yeah. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Lamar Jackson in Baltimore two crazy quarterbacks who are very young. And if they uh, become the franchise quarterbacks, which it looks like they both are. Um, yeah. I mean, could have this rivalry both, for a while. They're both fine. They're, yeah. <laughs> they, they think they have the franchise locked up for them. And I might um, say the same thing about Baker Mayfield, but uh, <laughs> see. Yeah. It was a little uh, touch and go here tonight. Cleveland, um, Cleveland just can't. Man, I, we were talking about Manzo earlier. I, like he I'm was looking, a franchise. I'm looking forward to uh, the Ravens matchup against Cleveland next week because uh, I, I can I can foresee the Ravens finding some sort of way to like lose that uh, game. No, like getting like 15 penalties out of Cleveland because it seems like they're the type of team that like I was so I was uh, playing basketball with Rachel's nephews and uh, just dominating them. <laughs> I was intentionally like. <laughs> Doing the like, oh, I can't quite make it into the basket. I'm having trouble <laughs> making it in from right underneath. Like you guys can't see, but I'm making the air quotes of like intentionally playing yeah. poorly. <laughs> Corey was in there saying, "Make it rain" <laughs> from 30 feet away. And- Steph, <laughs> yeet. Uh, no, but like the two brothers were were you know uh, one was intentionally getting underneath the other one's skin and then making him irrational on the basketball court. And I'm just like, he's doing this to you on purpose. I he's know trying to get a reaction out of you. My friend Rob did this to me <laughs> all the time. If you act like you don't, if you don't let it bother you, then you're going to play much better. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, what's going to happen with the Ravens and the Browns next week. Just a little quick preview. I'd imagine that the, uh, uh, there's going to be lots of trash talking for the Ravens side. And then it's going to force the Browns to do a lot of like aggressive things. They wouldn't 
otherwise do, and uh, I think it'll be to their downfall. That's my quick prediction. We shall see. Uh, and we're not going to see that in Vegas, right? Are we not going to Vegas next week? I mean, I can't go to Vegas next week. I thought that. I thought we had some. Didn't you mention something about Vegas next week? Maybe I said that prior to getting a job, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'll go to Vegas in like a week or two. I'm always down to Vegas. Yeah, uh, I was I thinking just, about it because I want to. I I I've been uh, I've been keeping track of like how I've been uh, playing against the spread mm-hmm. in my mind, and I'm just like, I feel like uh, I feel like it's time for me to take the system on the road. It's time for me to lose some real money on this system. Uh, by the way, you know you can place a bet here. Uh, I drove past yes. Shumash on my way up, and Hollywood's over uh, on the west. Yeah, but side. they don't have sports betting. They don't. I thought sports betting was legal in no California. No. Well, I boy, do I have a website for you. <laughs> um, which you would only, of course, use See, after you crossed over the border in Nevada. It's not as fun. If, the, part of the fun is going to Vegas. I think. Yes, that, no, I, don't, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, like, uh, sports betting is great, and I'm glad that like it's it's become more in favor that mm-hmm. like it's okay to sports bet now. But I I still would rather. I wouldn't want to do it here. I would rather just want to go to Vegas. Yeah, I feel like if you're like, doing make it a here, weekend of it. If you're doing it here, that's going to develop into a problem. It's yeah, like, uh, that's when you end up owing fifteen grand to somebody. That's when I start going like Cleveland over the Kings tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be a problem. Fifteen hundred dollars. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I know J.R. Uh, Smith's gonna come come through for me. This weekend has always been a, a busy weekend for us. Last year, uh, I was out in Santa Monica, and then I don't know if you came to Retro Arcade with us. Rachel was there. I was there. Yeah, were you there? Okay, yeah, yeah. And we went to this thing called Retro Arcade at Union uh, Station. And then the year before that was the infamous weekend of us getting the worst room. <laughs> Ever in Vegas, offer. and then getting the best room the Flamingo <laughs> had to offer. So fantastic, um, very exciting history. But always down for Vegas. Anyway, yes. So we were talking about sports ball, which none of this is involved in sports ball. Uh, the Ravens went to Chiefs. Yeah. Yes, the Ravens went to play the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Yeah, and uh, I think that the game was close. I mean, the game was closer than the spread. So uh, if you're using that barometer for mm-hmm. how close the game was, everyone then... lost money. <laughs> unless you bet on the Ravens, but it, unless you bought on the bet on the Ravens to lose to cover to cover. Yeah, because I think the spread was six and a half. Okay, so they they had five. five yeah. yeah, so. And I didn't get to see any of the game because obviously I was driving in my convertible back from uh, Central Coast of California. Uh, but I followed some living of the that updates. convertible life. Yeah, you know, uh, having the adventures of a convertible. <laughs> um, but uh, you said that th- there were times when it didn't look as good as the final score. No, I mean, like in the first, I think at halftime it was like twenty to six or something like Wait. that. It felt like, uh, I mean, looking at it, it just it it felt like the 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 Ravens just. Uh, we're just this far away from like it, it just wasn't lining up right, you yeah. know, like they just needed to get in their rhythm and they'd be fine. But uh, eh, it was just a little too little too late. Yeah. And there was a lot of questionable coaching decisions. And you're starting you, to wonder. You questioning Harbaugh? Listen, uh, going for two as often as he did during this game when there wasn't any necessary reason to do it and you have the best field goal kicker in the league. Uh, on your roster seemed a little questionable. And doesn't he know that Chelsea depends on those points <laughs> to win? I guess Chelsea didn't send uh, send the send the money along this week. I guess, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and I think she lost by three. Yeah, that it was would, a tight. That would really suck. Yeah, yeah. So how many two? Uh, do I, I always th- love those fantasy like where it comes down to like uh, two people, like one on my team, one on your team. Yeah, yeah. and it's like Baker Mayfield versus OBJ, and it's just like, all right, I need Baker Mayfield <laughs> to run for five touchdowns, and then <laughs> I need OBJ to get a concussion in the first, but come back for next week because yes. I need the I need him to catch touchdowns. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, where was I going with that? Um, we were talking about the Ravens. Yeah. Questionable coaching decisions. Oh, going how for many two. times did they go for two? Twice. Okay, so it wasn't a game changer, but it puts it within field goal at the end of the game rather than... Well, I mean, so the last time they did it, it would have if they would have gone for the extra point, they would have been down by seven. So they could have tied. Okay. Uh, but by going for two, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause they, they lost by been, five. No, no, no. Cause they, they got a, I don't remember how it worked. There was no reason to go for two yeah. at that point. I, I just like, it didn't make sense. I'm saying if they go for two and they fail twice, I mean, they still they would have had to have scored a touchdown. Like no matter what they would have needed a touchdown. Okay. So if they went for two twice and failed twice, then they would have been within three. At the very end, which you can't predict. Yeah. But when they got to the end of the game, they would have been within three. Yeah. And then they could have maybe have just gotten in range for a field goal. And then which is a pretty decent range. Like you got to get like just that side of the 50 and you'll be (laughs) all right. Just on on uh, the offensive side of the field. Yeah. Yeah. And then just let him kick. Yeah. And who knows? But he's pretty good kicker. So who who can say? I mean, you know. And then Chelsea gets nine points for the (laughs) 67-yard field goal that he gets. Listen, if Tucker goes out there to line up for a (laughs) 67-yard kick, I'm just trusting him. (laughs) They got, all right, go ahead. Do it. Most, I think most other fan bases are looking at that going like, oh, God, no. (laughs) But like us. He's got the leg. Why not? Look, he just. Just like when Stover used to come out, I was just like. Yeah. He might not make it. It's a pretty long kick, but I trust him. Yeah. Uh, he threw a little grass up in the air. He's getting the read on the win. He's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, in the end, uh, that means that I have to wear red at some point this week because I bet uh, one of my employees, yeah, who is a Chiefs fan, that uh, you know he'd wear purple or I'd wear red. And I don't own anything red. But I do think <laughs> I'm going to have to go buy something red now. So. I can give you a red shirt if you need. Yeah, maybe. Wait, a capital shirt? Oh yeah, I could give you one of those. Yeah, I figured you didn't own anything red except for capital stuff. So <laughs> I could give you the uh, "Win the Cup or Kill Me," <laughs> yeah, Kill Me Already T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's in the spirit of the thing. If I wear another <laughs> another sports another t-shirt. sports franchise uh, and one red. that you get you can profit off of. Oh yeah, yeah. hey, like if you guys like the shirt, go ahead. And, uh, <laughs> although it's not available still, is it? I don't I think, think so. Yeah, we pulled it. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, anyway. if there's enough clamoring for I it, mean, I'll put sure, it back. I mean, it's, not, it's yeah. not really. Uh, also, it doesn't really work anymore. It's like if you were selling Ravens T-shirts that say Festivus on it. Yeah. Like, this isn't quite the same thing. No, no. Um, I forgot to say you check the, check the voicemail. We might have had a voicemail this week. So if somebody called in and left a voicemail, uh, we'll play it next week. Because yeah. I forgot to tell people to check. Well, it's and a it's, it's, a, it's a little hard this week. Oh, yeah, because we're, we're not all plugged in. Yes. Um, Other thing, though, real yes. quick in sports ball. Before yes. we move on, uh, Antonio Brown was <laughs> in, released. In minute by the 50 Patriots. of the podcast, yes. <laughs> Is it? It's minute 50. Yeah, a little short of that, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm running. Uh, Antonio Brown uh, released by the Patriots because the. Uh, the heat is getting a little bit too much. Yes. Um, That's not the Patriot way, Corey. 
this whole thing is uh, crazy, and uh, I don't exactly get what the end game is here, but it sounds an awful lot like... Uh, you remember when the first story came out about Harvey? Yes. Like the first like piece came out and then all of a sudden the next day it was just like 50 other people accuse Harvey Weinstein of inappropriate behavior. As soon as somebody breaks yeah. silence. As soon as it got out there, yep. it felt like the floodgates were open for everyone else to talk about it. So uh, this woman is suing Antonio Brown in, uh, uh, what is it? Not not criminal court. Civil court? Civil court, yeah. yeah. Um, basically arguing that he uh, raped her. Uh, amongst other things, and uh, she had apparently been trying to negotiate with his lawyers outside of the public square, but it got to this point once he signed with the Patriots. And then a whole bunch of other people started telling their stories about how Antonio Brown uh, basically does the same thing that Trump would do, which is like, I'm going to hire you to do a job, and I'm going to give you a little bit of money at some point along the way, Yes, but then I'm going to get really upset with the job you're doing, and I'm not going to pay you for the rest, even though you... Only got paid for like 20% of what I said you would. Also, uh, you're going to finish it. And then yeah. I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it at all, all along, even though it was completely my idea and you warned me against doing it this way. Right. And then you're not going to pay. Yeah. So, um, I don't know where Antonio Brown will end up or if it will happen anytime soon. Apparently, at least according to uh, the Sunday Night Football halftime show, at least three teams were interested in signing Antonio Brown. Yes. If he were... Available, but I don't think that happened. Like I, I, I just imagine he gets suspended here at some point. I think the league is going to end up, uh, even if if they may not have suspended put him, put him on like the exempt list or something yeah, like that. They, no one signed him, so they haven't suspended him. But as soon right. as somebody does sign him, I imagine they'll suspend him. Um, and this it feels a little bit like the Ray Rice situation where. Uh, the Patriots signed him, knowing that there was something floating out there. And then they got burned on it. And honestly, it couldn't have happened to a better franchise, honestly. Uh, so, yeah. So, fuck the Patriots. I, I, the, 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 the part that really bothers me about this whole thing, and this is the same thing with the, uh, the, the Patriots fans hate hearing this because uh, it's so wonderfully true. But uh, the Patriots are the New York Yankee fans of the NFL. And when uh, something goes wrong with the Patriots... It's all these outside forces beyond our control. But when anything good happens to the Patriots, I need to record an emergency podcast and rope my dad in here and talk about all the great things that have happened. And like, oh, my God, how we're going to win the Super Bowl again because Antonio Brown's on the team. And then as soon as he has to be released or sexual deals, it's like, ah, well, we don't really have to talk about this. This sounds oddly specific. How, sounds it, oddly specific. It's a, it's a lot like uh, when Aaron Hernandez was a great football player and you couldn't stop talking about how great he was. And then all of a sudden he's accused of murder. It's just like, well, I think I'm going to quietly not talk about Aaron Hernandez anymore. And then he's guilty. And you never hear the name again. I mean, <laughs> this seems oddly specific. Are you talking about anyone in particular? Uh, there's a couple Patriot fans in particular mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about with this type of thing. Uh, but I think Bill Simmons... Uh, is the one that specifically like rings to mind because mm-hmm. he doesn't take criticism of the Patriots very well. And, well, and, and I'll tell you, I haven't heard a lot from Flash in the last week. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of shit talking about the Patriots and how awesome they were going to be with AB. Um, <clears throat> and then silence. <laughs> and no, like, I was wrong. No, uh, 
I wish I knew about this. Yeah, yeah, just silence. See, that's why that's why I like to keep like a little bit of an arm's distance from from people from new people who I like. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a current Ravens jersey, right? So I was yeah. thinking about getting one, but I didn't want to necessarily commit to Lamar before the season started, because what if he came out of the gates and he looked like? He was everyone caught up to him and he's undermatched. And oh, you mean you like know. he couldn't complete a 15 yard pass? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like yeah, all yeah. the things that you were worried about in the offseason, but the things we heard in the offseason. Well, you were worried about it, and I said, Don't worry about a thing because mm-hmm. this is the, this is the offseason and, and they're working on this stuff. And, yeah, and he yeah. seems to be doing pretty well yeah. for himself. So, uh, but you know, like uh, I was, I was just like, Yeah, I can wait a couple weeks and see if Lamar is worth the jersey investment. You yeah, know? and plus, I mean, you have to find the time to go down to uh, Diagon Alley or whatever, uh, San Gran Alley. What is it here? Santee Alley. Santee Alley. Yeah. Because God knows you're not going to pay $150 for a legitimate jersey. You'll just find somebody <laughs> who can do it just down Just go to Chinatown, Alley. find yeah. some guy to stitch it up. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> what? So what if it says crows on it? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it basically looks the same. From a distance, it's what? okay. <laughs> yes, it's green and orange, but I mean, it <laughs> essentially looks like a Ravens jersey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got the flag of Cameroon on the patch, but uh, you know nobody really knows what the flag of Maryland looks like. Yeah, anyways, it's but. all colorful. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the AB thing will continue. You don't think he's going to go play for the XFL? No, I think that he's hard up for money, and he will go play for the NFL XFL. I I think that uh, at some point somebody signs him, but I think it'll be a sweetheart. Let's see if you're serious about playing football deal like eight hundred thousand dollars. Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you sign up for the uh, the veteran minimum and we'll yeah. give you a lot of escalations to the contract where like, you know, if yeah. you have 10 touchdowns then we you get an extra million dollars or something like that. How about one week without a sexual assault <laughs> accusation? One week we'll throw in a million dollar bonus. Two weeks, another half million. Well, apparently uh, I, I don't know the specifics about this part, too, but apparently his uh, contract didn't <laughs> is not automatically guaranteed as much as he thought it was. Yeah. If he no, only is on no. the team for 11 days. Yeah. So. <laughs> strange. strange. Uh, Weird how that happens. I'm, and I'm wondering how much of that was his agent maybe being a little vague with the mm. details and how much of it was him just not ignoring what the agent it's, was saying. The other thing, I mean, the, the worst part of this whole thing is that I, I watched this whole thing wondering if perhaps we're seeing that, decline of Antonio Brown because maybe some sort of uh, injury or like some sort of CTE thing that's going on because maybe. like it seems like he's gotten exceptionally crazy pretty quickly. Yeah. Maybe it's like he's he was, using a helmet that's been grandfathered in for the last <laughs> six seasons. He's been using his high school helmet for all this time. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough sports ball. Whoop. All right. All right. So we have time for one topic, <laughs> and I am super excited about your number one topic of the week. Yeah. Which is the return of hashtag Do Your Job or Quit. Yes. If if you uh, remember correctly from uh, many years ago when Stephanie Rawlings Blake was the mayor of Baltimore, uh, I made the argument to her that if she wasn't uh, up for doing the job of mayor, mm-hmm. she should quit and let somebody else do the job. Right, right. Uh, I got quite animated about it. I was yelling. I was just like, you know, like it ended with the just like, do your job or quit. SRB GTFO. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I do believe that was followed quickly by you expressing those same sentiments to Catherine uh, Pugh. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think that was a, 
That was like, I'm gonna be prepared to say this to you yep. if you don't yep. if you don't shape up kind of thing. It was and, like and now a new woman has brought herself into your crosshairs. I hate the fact that it's all women though, because it makes <laughs> makes it seem like uh No, but I mean like to be honest, they're all horrible. So I mean like there's horrible people who are both men and women, so And uh the re- people who are we would be talking about about this uh, are Republicans who are male and it's like uh, you're exactly what I expect. <laughs> but Hey, Democrats who happen to be female, I expect better of you. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Rollins Blake and uh, so uh, turns out <laughs> I don't know. Rob wasn't as up on this story, so I'll I'll recap uh, as quick as I can here. Yeah. Uh, a a uh, member of the executive branch uh, was on a phone call that the president was on, and uh, something so alarming happened that he felt like he had to file for whistleblower status to alert the inspector general about it uh and then there was all these concerns about what trump might have said and who he might have said it to or what it involved yeah uh and it turns out that he was on the phone with the the newly elected is it president of the ukraine or i think so yeah prime minister i can't remember um and in a in a short long story short version of this uh, uh, the United States has been holding out $25 million worth of aid to the Ukraine. And uh, Trump was like, well, we can release that money if you start investigating presidential candidate Joe Biden and his son for corruption in some sort of uh, thinly veiled uh, uh, or not corruption veiled. scandal. Yeah, like not veiled uh, at all. Uh, the the uh, the charges, according to uh, the, the charges of which Trump is speaking, seem very thin. Um, but I mean, like I'm willing to sit here and wait for more to come out on the story, but I'm also at the point where no matter what happens, I know that the hard writers are going to say like, well, what you don't understand is that there's some sort of deep sea, deep seed conspiracy or what is it? Deep uh, state. deep state conspiracy to keep you out of the know on this thing. And Hunter Biden is really a member of the Illuminati who goes to Ukraine and yeah, you know what I know? Virgins. And I know that the president of the United States attempted to exploit his position yeah. by setting a foreign government all down a path of attacking an American uh, politician. Yeah, and then a political opponent. And a political opponent. Possible yeah, political yes. opponent. <coughs> um, yes. Richard Nixon <laughs> smiling happily in his grave right now. I, but I like, the, I like the headline from The Atlantic. Uh, if this isn't impeachable, I don't know what is. Yeah. It's pretty... Uh, and well, because clearly now, Nancy Pelosi... The leader of the Democratic Party in the House yeah. is rushing yeah. full speed towards an impeachment. Making proceedings. sure everyone has their tickets booked to get back to Washington on Monday. I need you back here. Yeah. I'm filing first thing Monday, and we start hearings on Tuesday. I need asses in chairs. Right? I mean, that's... Nope. Oh. Nope. Oh. Nope. Uh, which is why Nancy Pelosi is welcome to do your job or quit, because uh, what the fuck are you doing, really? I'm, I'm like, so past... All the people who are just like, she's a brilliant strategist and she knows what she's doing. And I'm just like, no, she doesn't. She doesn't fucking know what she's doing. No. She's so like tied to these corporate interests, which keep her so muted and incapable of stepping out on a limb for anything. I- I'm done with it. I-, I-, I think that if uh, Nancy Pelosi isn't willing to do her job, she should find somebody who's willing to do it. Uh, I'm-, I'm sure we're not going to have a trouble replacing that democratic seat with another democratic seat 
in San Francisco. I was gonna say, so, wait, you mean in downtown San Francisco yeah. and parts of uh, San Jose? I don't think we have to worry about Eric Trump winning her seat. <laughs> I, I, I think it's I think it's safely blue. Yes. Um, so I don't know. Maybe get somebody who like all the times that you see like I, this is what kind of bothered me about the whole. Uh, situation with her versus like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. she AOC was making perfectly reasonable points out loud, and <laughs> Pelosi is basically like, "Hey, don't bring our dirt in front of the public." She's like, "What dirt? The fact yeah. that we're not doing anything mm-hmm. like that's that's the dirt." Like, yeah, uh, and in very SRB fashion, when asked about impeachment proceedings, Pelosi said, uh, uh, "If asked if she was going to bring impeachment proceedings, Pelosi said." Uh, no. Do you see any GOP votes? And apparently losing sight of the fact that you don't need GOP votes. Here's the fun thing. Uh, if you have a formal impeachment uh, inquiry into the president, yeah. you can have a weekly uh, news con- or a weekly uh, testimony in front of Congress. Yeah. Where you bring in like Bill Barr or sure. Mike Pence sure. or <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. or whoever you want. Mm hmm. Uh, and depose them all day and ask them important questions about what they know and when they knew it and who they talked to and what other foreign uh, people were involved in making decisions for the Trump organization and the Trump campaign. And, and who knows what you're going to find. Yeah. You start and you digging. might even find something better. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you might find the thing that makes some Republicans say, okay, all right, it's a bridge too far. Um, maybe he is uh, secretly, I don't know, a Muslim. Yeah. And maybe that would upset them enough to want to vote for impeachment. I don't know. But to just say, by the way, Bill Clinton, Whitewater is what started the investigation. Yeah. Not what led to his impeachment. No. The impeachment was based, and not about Monica Lewinsky either, but it was based on him lying under oath about Monica Lewinsky and Whitewater. Well, because it started with, there was with with the beginning of the Whitewater thing. It was yeah. uh, are the Clintons corrupt? Are they are they getting money for this development? Yes. Blah, blah, was blah, there blah, a blah, land yeah. deal that that they were benefiting? Right. From? Uh, and when things started going like when things started becoming obvious that there wasn't much to a case there, it started becoming about like, well, what about Paula Jones? What about have you had sex with anybody else? Yeah. Uh, and then he's starting to answer personal questions, uh, and then he. <laughs> Sets himself up and not even a perjury trap, but just like doesn't lies under oath to uh, try to cover up the fact that he has been sleeping with lots of people. Yes. And that became the thing that began the Clinton impeachment. And there were not. And there are many there are many presidents who have been impeached and not convicted of the crime. Nobody has actually been removed from office. Well, no presidents have been removed yeah, from office. For impeachment. impeachment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Johnson survived by one vote. Right. Uh, Richard Nixon left before. And Johnson kind of uh, uh, calmed down a little bit after that moment. Yes. Uh, which was really the intention. Was <laughs> it was, we think this guy is a Southerner um, who has taken over the White House, and we need to get him in line. And how did they get him in line? They impeached him and yeah. they held a trial. And basically the swing vote was someone who went and met with him. And we don't know what happened at that meeting because it was 1867. Yeah. But you imagine that they were just like, hey, so I just want to look in your eyes and make sure that you're telling me the truth. I'm going to say I'm going to say no to conviction here, but I want to know that you are not a Confederate and that you're going to calm the fuck down. 
and get on board with this reconstruction thing. And he did, surprisingly. But I think what it comes down to is uh, the Clintons, they didn't have the votes to convict him. The Democrats were in control of the Senate when the Republicans in the House brought impeachment proceedings. Now, they thought, I think, that they were going to alienate him enough that they were going to be able to get the, I think it was only three, that they needed three votes that they needed to cross the aisle. And they didn't. They got, they lost votes from their own party. Well, I mean, like, the other thing that happened with with Clinton as well was that, like, uh, it started with, uh, when when the first little bits of Whitewater came out, it seemed like, oh, the Clintons are horribly corrupt. We should nail them for all the corruption. And then it became more about, like, well, we looked into it and there's not really a whole lot of corruption. Yeah. There, there's minor corruption. Uh, but what we found is a whole lot of sex. And then that became the story. And then when it became... Well, and we want to go fishing. And all we need is the president to come and tell us something. Yeah. And he did. And he lied. So there you go. He lied in a way that was relatively easy to prove. Yeah. You just need one witness. Right. So tell me if anything there sounds familiar. <laughs> a president who you just need to get him talking and eventually he'll sign his own warrant. Like, but Nancy Pelosi just refuses to bring the proceedings at all. There have been no less than four, I think, articles of impeachment filed, all of which still sit in the hopper in the house. Yeah. Not a sign. Now, out. apparently Nadler did bring some sort of p- impeachment inquiry to the, to the house. And it's like in the process of working no, its no. way through or something there like that. There are four but of them. No, no, no. But I'm saying like the, the most recent one is like open and being investigated. And stuff it's like out to that. committee. Yeah. Yes. But the problem <clears throat> is when Nancy says, Hey, looks like you have a pretty full schedule on this committee. Maybe we don't have those hearings for, I don't know, dozen years or so. <laughs> Then it doesn't get scheduled because you want Nancy's support. What what more do you need? Like, because here's what I want at the end end of it all. At the end of it all, I want everyone, even if you you know that it's going to lose in the Senate, I want you to have to have every one of those senators say a yay or nay to impeaching the president. Forget that. I want the people in the House to do it, too. Yeah. Uh, Even though you're going to win because you how you have the seats. I want every Republican I wanna, to have to I cast a know vote. Who's, I want to know who's cowardly, and I want to know who's up for it. And, like I pointed out in our pre-show meeting, maybe, just maybe, something crazy comes out of it. And you get a bunch of senators who have been on the fence already. I mean, John McCain's obviously not in the Senate anymore, uh, nor is he alive. But uh, uh, your McCain's, your Collins's, your uh, Murkowski's get together, mm-hmm. and they're like, there's eight of us, and we need 17 so we're more than halfway there. Who else do you think might be on the fence enough that we can get them over here? Right. And then, you know, uh, McConnell thinks that everything's secure. And Collins walks up as the first swing Republican and says, I, on the the conviction. And everybody's just like, oh, shit. Wait, what? Yeah. And then Cruz, just trying to be part of the cool kids, jumps up there and says, I! And they're like, all right. Cruz! So, we got, all right, it looks like we got 18 now. We're good. Yeah. Uh, and they just start huddling up. Like, yeah. what's going on? Where? What's happening? I, and that's very far-fetched. But again, you don't know what's going to come out. Maybe Donald Trump gets in front of a grand, uh, not a grand jury, but a... Uh, I mean, here's the thing. When, when there are, uh, when, when... Awful people do things for my, let's just call it team. Yeah. When when horrible people do things for my team, 
I either can can understand that they did something that deserves punishment and be angry at them for that, or I can uh, explain why I feel a way. You know, like uh, <laughs> I never got upset with Jamal Lewis because Jamal Lewis let somebody bar he. Somebody said, can I borrow your cell phone? And then made a drug deal yeah. on that cell phone. And then Jamal Lewis got in tr- trouble for that. I can understand how that would happen. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> that I didn't, I didn't. I think you're mistaken. I can understand yeah. how that could happen. You might have been the guy making the phone call. That's my point. <laughs> I didn't go to jail. That's all. That hey. Uh, um, but, you know, uh, Ray but Rice. Like, uh, Ray Rice. Yeah. I mean, like, I and, uh, at the time I said. This this video is disgusting, and we should. Well, like, I think he shouldn't be on the team anymore. Even the but first then I, the first report, we were like, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And then the video came out. We're like, okay, now, yeah, that was. I mean, correct. we also said, I think that like because he had a suspension for the actions, and then that suspension went from like three games to a year yeah. after the video was released. He like yeah. he was done with the three games. And then he was about to come back, and then all of a sudden then the, the video dropped. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to suspend him again, but this time for the year, because now we saw the video. Like, that felt very, like, arbitrary to me, mm-hmm. and that's sort of a different discussion here. But, I mean, like, I don't think the discussion of whether or not Donald Trump is unfit for doing <laughs> what he's been elected to do is in question. Yeah. And I don't think that there's any debate as to whether, if everything proves to be true the way that it's said... Mm-hmm. To offer money for an investigation into somebody is the corruption at the highest level. And by the way, while this was going on, Trump and by the it- way, just get a fucking guy. Like the, it, it's the every single crime movie ever has a patsy. Yeah, where you're just like Billy, go talk to the crime boss and see where if you'd be willing to put the hit out on the guy because you can't be in the same room as the crime boss. Or on the phone. Yeah. You can on the get, phone with 30 people, yeah. including the guy you're talking to. And right. you just forget. <laughs> and you just ask him to do something illegal. It, but it's... Uh, I don't... It's beyond it's like, stupidity. Like the wire when Lance Reddick is like going like, how much drugs do you think it takes to get Boxdale in the room? <laughs> I just... It's like... And in, in most... Like you know, well-run criminal organizations, like they know they can't, they can't ever like. Nobody talks face to face about these things. Nobody says, "I would like to pay you money for the murder you are going to commit on yes. my behalf." Like yes. n- these things don't happen. And by the way, if they do meet, it's two guys in a room by themselves. Yeah, not thirty guys on a phone call. In fact, the number one more rule, than thirty. Yeah, the number one rule in crime is you don't talk on the fucking phone. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Wire? Yeah. I don't know who you are, Mister David, David Simon. Simon but uh, <laughs> don't know if you've seen this Wire show, but you should probably catch up on it. Uh, but in the midst of all this happening, Trump came to L.A., uh, inconveniencing all of our lives. Yeah. Uh, by being downtown, uh, had a uh, a fundraiser from a very uh, possibly corrupt in his own right uh, slumlord. Although maybe they have that in common, so I suppose. Um, but <laughs> the guy who happens to own the building we live, I live in that right you now. live in, that I don't live in. That's yeah. right. So just uh, all you fans out there, just remember that Corey is actively supporting Donald Trump indirectly by paying Jeffrey Palmer rent money. Well, Jeffrey Palmer is the sixth largest apartment holder in the state of California. Yes. So yeah. It's a it's a little hard to get out of his reach, <laughs> especially it- especially when you have the amenities. <laughs> It's the same sort of thing as Donald Sterling, where it's like, yeah, yeah, he owned most of L.A. And then, like, it wasn't until afterwards that you found out what an awful person he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But my point was that he uh, went to the wall and signed it because he didn't realize, I think, that that was built previous to his administration. Most importantly, though, during the press conference, he tries I'm to I'm surprised call... he signed it as opposed to having them put gold letters on the end of <laughs> outside of it. Trump. Yeah. I don't think I think somebody had it. He probably had that idea. And somebody was like, sir, I don't know that that <laughs> sends the message you're looking to send here. Um, but during the, you're uh, telling me there's not going to be a Barack Obama Memorial Bridge somewhere. Mm. I mean, when he dies, we might have a memorial bridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you just speaking yeah. of a Barack Obama bridge? I'm sure we'll have one. Uh, there probably is one. Already. There probably is some bridge somewhere yeah. in the country named after Obama. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we usually don't put it on the wall that keeps people. <laughs> Out of the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if we- uh, anyway, but during that press conference, he said, you would not believe the technology we have to help protect our border. Tries to call up the general who's in charge of it, and the guy's just like, sir, I don't know if it's a good idea if we, <laughs> we mention all if we, of the stuff. If we show the things that we're using. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Look at this super secret thing. Okay, George, <laughs> bring it over. <laughs> Uh, Did you guys know there were aliens? That just reminds (laughs) me of Pence going to the uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and there's the big sign that says, do not touch, (laughs) and he's putting his hand on it. We elected these people to lead our country. And here's the the fucked up thing is, even if they impeach Trump... (laughs) Pence is up. He's he's gonna be running that ticket Here, in the fall. Here's the thing that like I think bothers me at the most. Trump in his mind has never done anything wrong. No, of course not. Um and Nancy Pelosi, in her mind, even though she has the upper hand in this situation, is probably rocking in her room, drinking a glass of wine, going like, how do I not go to work tomorrow because I yeah. don't want to deal with this? Yeah. Like, there's the, I, I don't get, like, the, uh, uh, I don't remember the old expression of, like, sinners sleep like saints or something like that, but, like, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. Uh, that's not it, though. Um, damn it. Uh, I, I'm too tired of yeah, that, but yeah. Anywho, here's the deal, uh, Nancy. I got a way that you can avoid going to work tomorrow. <laughs> Quit, yeah, Miss uh, uh, Delisandro. Go on back to San Francisco, or you know what, Baltimore. Baltimore seems to like women who run their city. You who can don't run do a good job of it. You can run for mayor. I feel like that is the. Per- I think we we're you killing don't two have to prove you can do anything. You no. just sit there, cash a check. Yeah. Every once in a while, feign disgust in the police department and then say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Now, to be fair, she's going to have to do like maybe one term on the uh, the city council. You know, <laughs> pay her dues. Yeah. Got to pay her dues. <laughs> but the Democratic establishment is trying to figure out where the weakest. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, hey, listen, we would welcome you back. Mary to Beth Clark just needs to go. <laughs> I was going to say, was it her? Yeah, it's her dad, right? Yeah. Peter? Peter? Tommy. Tommy. Tommy Alessandro. Tommy D'Alessandro. Anyway, her maiden name is D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro. And uh, her father was a bigwig in Baltimore. Mayor. Mayor, but also political machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runner of the political machine in Baltimore. Right, right, right. uh, Before she moved to California and became a California liberal instead of a Baltimore liberal. Um, Less black people. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So she That's can what come the back shorthand is. Yeah, she can come back in and run that again if she wanted. Uh, and we encourage it. Listen, uh, as always, we send the same message we've sent so many times before. Do your job or quit. Yes. So either file those articles of impeachment or come on back home to Baltimore and run a city into the ground instead of a whole country. Um, and, ooh, what better way to prove Trump wrong than to go to the city that he called a rat-infested trash dump. And fix it? And fix it. 
that, that would involve her actually doing something, though. So I'm to afraid. be fair, though, I mean, listen, it could get worse. It could get better. But if she's just at the helm and not touching the controls, she could take credit for anything good that happens. Yeah. 50 50 chance. I know, right? Just roll. The, I mean, it can't get much worse. Yeah. It's basically uh, Escape what, are from we New have York. 400 right murders next year? <laughs> We're turning into Escape from New York. Like, uh, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, God. And Snake Pilkin? I don't remember. Is that the guy it, from Escape from New York? I don't remember. Zach loves him. I think it's Snake Pilkin. Who's the guy? Anyway, nonetheless, uh, all we're, we're absent a main character trying to escape from this city because uh, nobody escapes from Baltimore City. It just <laughs> traps you like molasses and you don't get to leave. Um, but other than that, it's basically escape from New York and uh, it couldn't get much worse. Yeah. But Take the credit. People, Take people the are credit getting... for the the eventual return of... Uh... Of de- some sort of decency. Yeah. Um... Uh, but I mean, like... There was a shooting where there was one victim reported to the police and like nine people walked into different hospitals and, report, and they're like, I feel like this might be related to the shooting. Like, uh, I don't know, but I can't like it can't get worse than what it is right now. So when it does bounce back and listen the credit, listen, I got your first order of business as soon as you become mayor. Make uh, Officer Herschel of the Gun Trace Task Force your new commissioner, oh. because I don't know if you know this. But he's Baltimore Serpico. Yes, yes. He was only acting like a bad cop so he could get the trust of the bad cops and then rat them out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you ruined his plan by finding him guilty of all the theft and planting of guns and the well, false police reports and unnecessary overtime. And They just arrested him before he could file the report <laughs> or write it <laughs> or put the evidence together. Or tell anyone about his report. Or record anybody doing anything illegal. Or like, do literally the first step. <laughs> any step other than towards. cashing the checks yeah. that they were giving him for his cut. But he is Serpico. But you know what? If Serpico happened in Baltimore, that's how it would look. I mean, that's, that's basically <laughs> as good as it gets. Uh, otherwise, it's... Uh, what's a dude? Uh, oh, fuck. Um, I was really on his side, but now he's kind of an asshole. Um, frequent guest on Joe Rogan. Former Baltimore Oh, yeah, cop. yeah, yeah. Michael Woods. Michael Wood. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Michael A. Wood Jr., uh, who thankfully has disappeared from... Public Eye. Public Eye, yeah. yes. Uh, thankfully. Uh, and Sean King. Do you know who Sean King is? Yeah, the writer. Uh, Twitter personality. Yes, Twitter personality, writer. who's also a writer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also about to disappear, thanks to friend of the show... I wonder who that is. Uh, thanks to friend of the show, uh, DeRay McKesson, about to disappear from the Twitterverse as we know it. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. No. Uh, DeRay published a Medium article where he was like, here's the real Sean King. And laid out the case of why he's stolen money from all the charities that he's funded and basically abused all the people, all the women in his life. And... Uh, Started a kind of like a mini me too where people were like, okay, yeah, so I've been saying this and uh, nobody's listening to me. You told me I was a liar and here, this yeah. is the supportive evidence, the other side that I didn't know about before now. Um, and so it's pretty great and we should try to get DeRay back on the show again. Although probably not because he was running for mayor at the time. <laughs> but DeRay, if you are in, uh, if you're in LA, stop by which the studio. It, which I think he is. Uh, he's here every now and again. I do see that he's here. Uh I think he's learning that the weather here is nice. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why I'm still here. Get rid of the nor- get out of the <laughs> northeast. Uh, there's a short film coming out. Um, fuck. Called it's. Uh, 
God, at, at least it's always sunny or it's very close to the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I first time I heard it, I'm like, I feel like you don't watch that show and you don't realize how close it sounds to that. But right. anyway, it's about how like even though L.A. is terrible in most ways. So is the rest of the country. So you might as well enjoy the fact that it's sunny 340 days a year. Right. And warm. Sunny and warm 340 days a year. So anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, that's this week in, in life. Trump sucks. Nancy Pelosi not doing her job. And corruption in Baltimore. Yeah. Or as we like to say. Sorry. Every week. Sorry, sorry about <laughs> the. Uh, uh, shit. What's it called? Uh, sorry about every single day of your life. When it's a repeat episode of a show, um, they like stuff they play during the summer. Oh, uh, like a uh, a special uh, fuck, a clip show. No, no, it's not like a clip show. It's a uh, when you very, show a very special episode of the Brady Bunch. When you show the season episodes from the season again, but it, it's not like in syndication. It's just like the network, like previously on. Uh, kind of, but like eh, during the summer. Now we have a summer schedule. See, people are too young; they don't remember. There didn't used to be a summer schedule. It used to be like, all right, here are the four worst performing Seinfeld episodes from this year. We're just going to play those in July yeah. on Thursday and try to boost the ratings because there's nothing else on TV. What are you going to watch, chump? Um, and I can't, it's like reruns, but not really reruns. That's not really what I mean. Anyway, uh, it's like we're just stuck in the damn Twilight Zone. And yeah. every day is the fucking same. And we're just on repeat watching this. Rinse, lather, repeat. Well, we've done our job, and now we quit. OTheAnthem.com. Corey to OTheAnthem.com. OTheAnthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. You can find more of me at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm, at LegendSweet5 on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, didn't get a chance to do a movie last week because I was busy doing Baltimore things. Uh, but I would like to see a movie at some point this week, maybe at Astra, maybe uh, ooh, Hustlers. Ooh. Uh, there's there's many different Can options out so? there. And, and if uh, we're hopefully lucky, there will be a review on Thursday. Oh, uh, OK. We're not so lucky. <laughs> I was going to say if we're lucky, there just won't be a review. But uh, I guess not. <laughs> Where I'm sitting there going like the lighting on Mars doesn't <laughs> seem representative of how it really is on Mars. It's not even on Mars. It's in deep space. <laughs> Neptune. There's not pirates on the moon. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, uh, I am taking a vehicle without permission in a place where uh, nautical law rules. So that makes me a space pirate. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Damon. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find more of me uh, at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Make sure you check out robertandcheek.com where you can find links to my political blog, the news website, and the books which are available on Amazon. Buy Rose Books. And of course... Uh, I said it last week, and uh, here's the hang-up. I realized that I put spaces for a theme song in the videos without having secured a theme song for the videos. Okay. So I'm going to do a uh, – what do you call it? Uh, I was asking you about it last week. Um, like a uh, royalty-free? Yeah, find yeah. a song that's been done and that fit, seems to fit my, my feeling about it and just put a couple pictures of me like – uh, pointing to the camera or like us at the movie theater. There's one picture of us when we went to the uh, special showing of Black Panther where there's yeah, just yeah, yeah. us in the theater. Yeah, something like that. Um, And uh, create like a little opening and a little closing and then they'll be up. Just get the rights to uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert at the movies. Yeah, I'm sure that'd be and easy and cheap. That one. Easy and cheap. The same 9 dollars 
same nine ninety nine. I'm going to pay for royalty free music. Yeah, sure. exactly. Uh, but anyway, uh, so if you if you <laughs> want to call the office, it's like nobody's asked for that one in years. Take it for free. <laughs> we just wanted to live on in good movie reviews. Yeah, and this is an everyman movie review. I'm not even pretentious. Like uh, I don't know all of you. Oh, we kind of want you to be kind of pretentious. <laughs> Sorry, hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> Uh, and that's a one year. Cisco uh, would not appreciate the non pretentious yes, reviews. Absolutely not. Uh, but so if you are on my Patreon, you're going to get those reviews early. Go to patreon.com forward slash Robert and Cheek. And if you become a supporter, you get uh, you get early an early look. Uh, it'll be up early in the week rather than late in the week. Still trying to find a day for it uh, because obviously I don't want it to be on typical record day, which is Monday, mm-hmm. or podcast day, which is Tuesday. Yeah. So we're, we're looking or for Or my a day. record or my drop day, which is. Thursday. <laughs> is it though? Is it though? Usually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh or do I just tie it so and it's it's a, a new day. Fratterday. I'm going to do an IFTTT. That is when a new video pops up on Corey Baker Filmmaker, drop mine immediately afterwards saying, Don't watch Corey's new review. Watch my new review and just send it out on all my And then immediately videos. boost it for twenty dollars <laughs> <laughs> Yes. IFTTT is wonderful. <laughs> All right, well, I think we've done good here today. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the O.D. Anthem podcast, part of the O.D. Anthem digital network for Corey. This is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. Night, night. <sighs> wee, 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 wee. I wanted to make you feel at home. <laughs> <laughs>